You're going to love this. Trust me, what you're seeing now is my normal state. This is a Super Saiyan. And this... This is what is known as a Super Saiyan that has ascended past a Super Saiyan. Or, you could just call this a Super Saiyan 2. And this... What he doing? Is to go even further beyond! Welcome. I right off the bat, we'll start with saying you need to watch the video version of this episode because I spent majority of my day making that one minute video. Kaz, what do you think? How's the open video treating you? That's great. No, that's fucking great, man. That's fucking great. See, <laughs> just weird. I had that in my mind from the second you lifted that on. table up. Oh. <laughs> I can hear all you heard from my house this entire day from about one o'clock in the afternoon till about now was just me laughing and then splicing, <laughs> splicing the DBZ fucking audio files, laughing, spiking into DBZ files, laughing. Oh god, uh, that was some fun times. Uh, but it represents wholeheartedly what this episode is about and what our weekend was about, which was DKG Vegas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're coming in now. It's been a week. We've all recovered, I think. I'm kind of just recovering. Unfortunately, we don't have everybody that was here or at the DKG Vegas available because, uh, I mean, Bitsula is a working man, works, you know, like hard to maintain his lifestyle out there. We got Petey Rave, who's actually at another convention already. Uh, <laughs> somehow, that man, that man left Vegas and was like, I've got to get on a plane right after I get home within like three hours, and then I'm going to go to another convention. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna land in Miami, put... and then three hours later, I'm gonna go to Indianapolis, and it's gonna be, <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. Yeah, us us uh, home old old boys went home and slept. Or I know I went to work, uh, yeah. and then I did a podcast or a show, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> so I I actually had my first real like last night was kind of my first real like chill, just home, play video games, no no stream in it, and uh, it was nice. I got my whole recovery in, but. But yeah, we had a blast. So this episode is going to be a little bit uh, different than most um, of our, uh, our our podcasts. We're not going to forego a lot of the the um, order and, and stuff and just go for a chaotic uh, discussion of uh, what we did in Vegas. So you will be excited. I mean, we promised yeah, to be yeah. the, uh, what's it called, the purveyors. Uh, this was our... Uh, uh, our first, our first kind of year zero uh, attempt at the whole having a yearly convention thing, and uh, 
we uh, we, mm-hmm. we we set out some. This uh, was the scouting year. That's it. That's the we, word I was looking we for. <laughs> put on the scouters and we went out and fucking. We checked our power levels before lifting tables mm-hmm. up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it all day. Pounds of Italian marble. Oh, that table was. Con- yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that table was. Uh... It, it was tricky, my dude. <laughs> it snuck up on me. <laughs> well, because it started off with I, 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 I slept on the couch next to the table, and I did. There was a moment at some point where I was like trying to get comfortable, and like I, I moved my leg over and it hit the table, and I was like, oh. And I just did one of those like lazy things, and I just like I hooked my toes into it, and I went to just push it with like with my body, and I was like, huh. And I was like, the fuck? It's not moving. Like the couch moved back further. I was like, what the fuck? And that's when I was like, guys, lift that table. Try lifting that table. <laughs> I want to record it. I'm like, it's a fucking coffee table, bro. What are you talking about? Like and I was like, they had to pick up a coffee table. They had to get one of those in here for each of these fucking rooms on the, on each floor. Yeah. Surprise the fuck, crossbeams can handle was, it. That shit was surprisingly heavy. <laughs> I mean I got it up though. I got it up though. I got it up though. <laughs> it only took Super Saiyan level three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's that there's that moment in in anything wherever you lift anything heavy, right? But you don't expect it to be that heavy. Where you go, no, I got. Oh, <laughs> like oh shit! <laughs> like do I just put it back down? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> like you put it back down. I, I said I could, and then you just like, I guess I'm gonna have to sit down for the rest of the day. <laughs> but yeah, other things did happen last weekend, though. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Well, so I right? wanted, I wanted, I wanted to preface everything with that. This isn't. Uh, I've been saying this throughout the week as I've told random stories throughout times where people have asked. Um, but I don't want to ever focus it on the fact like we're gonna be telling a lot of stories about what like was fun and everything. But don't ever take it as like, oh shit, I wish I was there. Like I do wish you guys were all there, but like. Focus on the the positive of being there next year and us doing shit uh, all together at that point. Because all this is is trying to convince uh, more of you guys to like actually prepare and we can make a date. Like I, I knew this year was a lot of like, where's the date going to be? Oh, I can do these dates. I can't do that dates. And then it just kept going month and month after month. And we were like, we just got to solidify on a date. Otherwise, we'll never do it. So we made a date and that worked for some people and it didn't work for some other people. Because some of us are more flexible than others. Some of us have school still. You know how it goes. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was so oh. it ended, but it ended up being good, right? Because we ended up using it to kind of be like, well, let's see, just because a normal kind of DKG thing is like a bunch of people show up at a thing, and then we're like, all right, everybody's here, let's try to do a thing. Okay, what can accommodate twenty people? What can accommodate fifteen people? What you know, like of however many of us show up. So now, next time we go to Vegas, we know what things can accommodate everyone. We know what things we'd be like. Hey, if you enjoy this. You can come. It'll be a fun little event. Like, or you can just be like, yo, go do your own fucking thing. And uh, we'll meet here at some point for, for a fun Rebel Rouse. I will say that it's definitely different than being at a con because at a con, we were all kind of within walking distance of all the different things that we wanted to do. And there was usually like about 10 or 15 or 20 people. Um, we had a We had a good group going, but it was only like a group of four or five. So we all kind of... Um, we all kind of drove places. Oh, I mean, we'll mm-hmm. we'll see what happens next year. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely having everyone in one car going to the same thing made things a little bit easier. Well, I kind of I started to, when we originally started planning. I kind of started to freak because like when 
whenever there's been an issue where we've had just an unmanageable group of people or or it just wasn't possible for us to do certain things, like I would always fall back on the fact of like, sucks, guys, but hey, there's the convention that you came for. Go do that. Like, I, it was never a, a burden on me because people, people come in and get to the group and they'd be like, uh, shit, I'm like, shit, we can't, fit. We, we're, we're going to meet with these guys. They've already got 10 people in their group and we can't fit 20 more in this poor restaurant. Like, sorry, guys, we can't come to the event that I'm going to right now. We're only bringing in like or the five of us. We, we could just be like that Asian family at the noodle restaurant <laughs> and show up with fucking 15 fucking 37 people. You yeah, know, is that the first story you want to tell? I'll go for that story in a moment, but uh, but I do want to say, like, like so with uh, this convention, I was freaking out a little bit, was like, what if I mean, everyone that's going to go there is going to be expecting to, like, uh, up front be on my dick the whole time, or, like, most of our, like, collective main group things. And I kind of prefaced it when I started talking about it, was like, yo, think of it this way. We're a loose-knit group family that's going to go to Vegas and look around and see what you want to do there. Research what you want to do. Don't expect me to come up with an itinerary for everybody because I'm going to be doing stuff, but I don't think we can always all be doing stuff. So look around and go find your thing, which worked out great for this group because we learned we learned some things and we made some some mistakes <laughs> in regard to things. Like we would have probably <laughs> lost everyone with the amount of like walking that we ended up doing in the fucking <laughs> summer Arizona or Nevada heat. Like I think okay, yeah. what is it, like like Sunbun clocked us at like a fucking marathon at some point with the Fitbit. Like we were we were a little bit north of a marathon, and even at night it was probably no cooler than like eighty five. Yeah, and that we that was we got lucky too because it was it was a little bit rainier and cooler than it was supposed to be. Um, but yeah, we went uh, we went. There were some days where we were like, yeah, we'll just take the fucking tram, and we'll just go north sixteen miles, and then we'll walk back to where we need to be. It'll be great. Like, and like. <laughs> My fat ass was not happening. <laughs> it was bad. Um, I will say the the one the one scouting thing we did figure out the Orleans is our fucking place, dude. It, 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 it fits the DKG bill to a fucking T, dude. Like I mean, some of us down are, to some, stand some of us are, are fucking... Bellagio people. Some of us are Days in people. <laughs> we can all get to the little little middle ground of the Orleans. Like I, it's I, a Goldilocks I, place. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, the the, the slots were evened out. Uh, it wasn't so bougie. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was, There's a fucking Fridays, dude. <laughs> there was a TGI Fridays in it. So when you lose all your Jeez. money, you can still feel like a king. Okay. Once or twice. <laughs> Endless apps, bro. Like. <laughs> oh Lord. Did you guys pay fifty five dollars to get into a strip club? No, Paranga. No. It's not a. No, we don't do. I had, I had I mean, a free internet, baby. <laughs> that's that's really what really what punch every white girl in the place. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Drunk and me got mad at some fucking white girls. Like, um, and I don't even I don't even know anymore what was so angry. Like, it, they were just fucking like vapid, and I don't even want to judge because I don't know them at all. I just know that I got angry, and I had to like. Why did I get so angry? God. <laughs> I don't even know it, what it was, was funny. It yeah, was, so uh, it was pretty funny. So well, I mean, our, our our way we did it. We we kind of taste tested the waters in all types of hotels out there. We did the a strip hotel for the first two days of Bellagio. Uh, it was amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. as you imagine, you know, it's a what a five star. I'm assuming like we had fountain views and we had fucking men bringing us pillows and cots and. Uh, <laughs> the one guy just brought up a bed. I was like, "Here you go." That actually happened. I expect. I expected like when when someone asks for like an extra cot, it's like a fucking like a prison hammock, and you know, they just bring <laughs> out like 
Just like it's like 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 three sticks and a fucking like sheet that goes over it, and you're like, here mm-hmm. you go, your cot, your extra bed. But this man pulled out like a full on fucking like twin uh, Tempur-Pedic fucking mattress, and he was like, do you want me to set that up for you, sir? And it's like, okay, whatever. Like it was pretty badass. <laughs> All of this is true. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but then you get you get to the days in, and they're like, uh, what you wanted fucking water? Like <laughs> you wanted your doors to lock? <laughs> like I don't understand. <laughs> Um, there, there were definitely like every hotel on the spectrum of Las Vegas hotels was was hit. Yeah, and uh, and I, no, I like I liked that though. Like, like I like you know I went and visited Sunbun's room at the at the Bellagio. It was it was nice. It was a good place to take a nap. Well, we can he had well, a great view. Specifically, too, from we can now it. much more accurately answer questions about. Next year, when people come up and be like, "Hey, where, what hotel should I stay at, or where should we go, or what should we do?" Because, like, obviously, we're all not going to be. I mean, we could try, but we're you know may not all be in the same hotel, or it may not be the same speed for everybody. Because, like, if it was me and I was just a part, a small part of things, like I would, I would be that guy that's like, "Yo, cool, everyone's going." Like, yeah, I'm going to be in the days in right down the street. Just you know, I'll wake <laughs> up and I'll pop over in the morning. That's more my speed. Like, <laughs> I mean. <clears throat> It's like it was technically like thirty nine or forty nine dollars a day or whatever there, which was like and it was prime time. Everything else was sold out and it was still that cheap. Like, fucking hell's yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Jason Schnern, Las Vegas is fun. That's the the beauty of it. I honestly had more fun than I even thought I would. Like, I'm not a big, uh, not a big gambler, not a big like uh over the top decadent fuck. Even like when you're at a place like that, like I still look for the thrifty things and I. I'm not a big like I'm not I'm just not a decadence kind of guy like it doesn't work that way for me because I'm poor and uh, <laughs> like and so I was like yeah cool Vegas like we'll we'll do the things and uh, I honestly had a nonstop fucking blast from from start to finish like uh, and we know where to go we know where to take everyone we can, we know where to find Rick mm-hmm. Springfield um, we know if you need to get a free car uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, you want right, right. to start from you want to just start from the beginning? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, uh, airports. Uh, met up with Sunbun. Matula picked. No, we you you drove us to the hotel. Oh, I I, I got a rental car. Um, they tried to upsell me to a Corvette. I thought it was fifteen dollars a reservation. It was fifteen dollars a day. I wasn't having it. <laughs> also, a Corvette seats like two people, and yeah. we were not two people. Because the car uh, the, the car was definitely beneficial. It wasn't necessary, but it was super beneficial for. When we wanted to go out and do our own thing outside of Mitsula's grace, um, and then we also realized though, yeah. once we hooked up with Mitsula, how not fun it is to stick uh, five people in, in a in a in a car. <laughs> five adult grown five men. people in a, in any car is not a yeah. comfortable. And when you have a really a really fat dude, it's, it's a not Kia Soul. <laughs> Even the Kia Soul would have been pushing it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there is there is leg room for days in the Kia Soul because we removed everything. That would be in your way. Yeah. By the by the good grace of our our Lord the Savior Nikon, we had a twenty eighteen Kia Soul. And it yeah. was white. It was a white twenty eighteen Kia Soul. And this this matters because of, you know, later events. Yeah. So Sunbun Sunbun got a Kia Soul from the rental place and it kind of became its own character because we just we weren't sure if we liked or hated the Kia Soul, but we just kept like Making these half-assed praised comments about it, <laughs> like, like when you want to speed it up, it seats four people. Yeah, it seats four people. There was that there, one time it's, uh, Android. Yeah. 
whatever the 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 thing that connects to the Android and makes you know, fuck that fucking Android pass through shit. Like <laughs> this, all I heard from it, and you can't deny, all I heard from it was, "Oh, cool, that's a great comment that you just made. I'm gonna try to ask your phone about that." And yeah, then you so never hear. We spend a lot of time in the, as you know, on the show, we like to play, "Hey Alexa." So the the Kia Soul has a. Uh, <laughs> A, a Google pass through, so you you connect your phone and you can go, "Hey Google," which it responds and it goes, "What do you want?" And then you ask it a thing and it goes, "I don't really feel like it." Though. Well, so, so what it's doing though is, it, and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but it is, it's a it's like a handoff where the car is doing the voice interpretation, and then it's like so like if it gets the command, which isn't your normal phone's responsive way of asking or answering, it goes. Let me see if I can get that for you. And then it goes to the phone. It's like, yo, this guy wants this. Is that cool? Can you got that? And then it tries to come back to you. But it's like, so it's like playing telephone with your telephone. Or like, yeah. it's, uh, it's taking your, it's like, oh, he, he said, he said Bellagio. I think he said Bellagio. Do you, what, you got any answers for Bellinia, Bellamio, Bologna? Do you like directions to Italy or <laughs> yeah, Paris? I think he's speaking in change language settings to Italian. Uh, at some point. <laughs> Curly wanted to hear Daft Punk or or some shit, which was the best one, right? And he's just like, play Daft Punk. And it's just like, 98 Punk. <laughs> We're like, what? You gotta <laughs> like, work. Close enough. <laughs> Daft by Punk or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was a song like that. It was like, <laughs> Daft by Punk. <laughs> oh, that's um, terrible. But also, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just go through this thing, right? Because of Sunbun, I now have like 80 fucking players' cards to like nine different <laughs> hotel and casino locations all over the great fucking Vegas area, I, and I'm I, probably gonna have more next time. I got to explain to it is because you and me both at the forefront were very much like, I ain't doing that. I ain't gonna go fucking sign up for some bullshit. And that's that was my original friend. Like like when I fucking got to the hotel with with, with Mitsula, and I'm like, where the fuck's someone going? Mitsula's like, oh, he's getting a player's banana, fucking, uh, whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like whatever, fucking great. Go do your thing, man. And then like there was this moment where Sunbun was just fucking the golden god of gambling, and I think Kaz and I just like 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 fucking ducklings just huddled up and we're like, yo, whatever he's doing, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it at the same time. I'm gonna figure it out because I'm just gonna follow in his footsteps. And I'm gonna get all this money too. So I was like, "All right, yeah. sign me up for the car." What? Someone got the extra bonus? Okay, I'm gonna get the extra bonus too. Yeah, give me what he's getting. And then I was like, "I'll play this magic pandem fucking acid thing." I lost every game I played. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, so we we tried to play some slots. Uh, we didn't we didn't play any table games really, which is what we wanted to do. It was like, our initial thing was like, "Yo, we'll play a fucking table game." Um, but we ended up getting sucked in the slots, and Sunbun came out perfectly fine. But somehow, like, I, just nothing. I only made enough. <laughs> God damn. I only made enough money to play the next slot machine. That's how it worked for me. The fact, I mean, so given all, and this is the way it always works for me, and this is why I get scared to ever try to really budget. Because if I really budgeted what I wanted to, was what I was okay with spending. And then stuck to it, like so. There were certain circumstances that happened with like hotel like fees and whatever, and or not fees but uh, uh holds and and shit. Like when I walked out of Vegas, I was I had six dollars, like, 
And so if I had fucking gone any sideways on anything at any moment and then like or any further than I had actually just decided to arbitrarily stop. I don't know. I have I have some weird like sixth sense where I always end up just enough okay sometimes that everything works out in the end. I mean, cuz all my money came back to me and everything, but it took, you know, I don't know, 5 days since uh since we left Vegas before that all fucking cleared itself. Uh, it's just the hotel it, takes a takes a hold on your your debit card, so they're not taking all of that money, yeah. but they're holding it in case you did charge like a, a bottle of water to your room for eighteen. Months. Yeah, or they find a giant turd in the fucking bed or something. Not oh, saying yeah. that anyone yeah. turded in a bed, but no, we're not that gross. We're gross, but we're not that <laughs> gross. Uh, well, Bellagio. So Bellagio was the first night. Uh, I uh, we went out. Uh, it was it was kind of me and Sunbun's first night there. We were early. Than everyone, uh, PD flew in that morning, and Mitsua was, I think, off work. He just came back from visiting his family. So we did a little and gambling. I think that first night I was up. I actually got uh, up like 180 bucks or something, and I was feeling good. I was like, "Cool, you just got to spend a little money and then fill out the machines, and you make a bunch of money back, and it's great. It's gonna be a great fucking weekend." And uh, and that's when I, that's where I was all high up on table stuff. I was like, "Yo, let's go fucking just put some big bets on a short, a couple short tables." But by the time by the time we got to the point where I was trying to not bleed out to the the slot machines, I was like already like I'm not doing any big bets anymore. I'm not doing any I'm not doing anything big. No five dollar fucking roulettes, no fucking twenty five dollar pull coin machines. Um so that's kind of how the gambling went for me. But uh I'll just kinda of spoil it for, for the whole um visit. Every time that I sat down at table games, like a real ass table, I was I lost all my money. Every time it was not good. Every time <laughs> it was a lot of money. So sorry, sorry, Kaz, I interrupted. No, 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 no. I, that's what I was gonna say. Like the, the the only the only joy me and Curly ended up having from gambling was watching other people win and then instantly lose all the money that they won because they didn't know Oof. to walk away. Oof. Like, Oof. 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 the yeah, like um. Like the the guy playing European roulette of the Bellagio is putting down like thousands of dollars on like number eighteen or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I, I think that was more yeah. more Curly and I um, before you flew in, Kaz. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. First night you we watched, we watched the the, yeah, the crazy oil tycoon or someone some trafficking guy or whatever uh, who had a whole bunch of money, and uh, they were just uh, he was there by himself on a fucking Wednesday, uh, sitting at a sitting at a roulette table just fucking. Using black chips, like thousand dollar fucking chips, and just putting them all over uh, the roulette wheel. On the company budget. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's life was, but man, uh, he he's he was he was enjoying himself, and that's kind of what happened. I don't know if anyone likes to people watch as much as I do, but like, I really started. Uh, I, I got my I started getting my kicks off of just watching other people do their shit, and like, yeah, yeah, that's oh yeah, good yeah. job, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he so, was there when we got there, and I think he he wasn't out until like two or three in the morning. I don't know what happened. I don't know what his fate was. I don't know if he like just had to go to bed or if he literally lost his like firstborn. It, I don't know. Uh, it was I, fun to watch. I did almost see him murder a man. Uh, because I don't know about you, but like if I'm seeing one, if I'm this kind of stuff, like I don't want to fuck with. Like it's Vegas. I don't want to get anywhere near the chips. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with any of that, like crazy shit that you'd, you'd see behind the scenes or on, in, in in movies and shit. Uh, so I try to be on my best behavior. And so when I'm seeing someone, someone at a table like that rolling a couple thousands of dollars into the into the into the house, they've already got the security guards up there, and you know every camera's on that fucking table. And uh, 
Like, I don't want to get, I don't want to accidentally be there and someone looks at me like I fucking, I ruined their luck with their craps game or something. Like, I don't want to do any of that. So I maintain a distance and I, uh, I, I, I be respectful. And this one fucking guy was right next to this guy who is, everyone is watching this dude throw the money down. And this guy's standing next to him making little bets on, on the same table. And uh, he's smoking and fucking blows the smoke right into the guy's face. And <laughs> this dude turned around and looked at him like, if we were in my country right now, you'd have no hands. Like you were, you would be dead, and 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 I think I was like I looked around and everyone was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like what's gonna happen? Uh, and then and then I think it was a couple hands later he left the table for that one, so I think that was uh, more of his thing, um, with that at least. But then he was back later, so who knows? Yeah, he just had to he just had to go ask for a new budget. He's just like, I've I I need more money for this uh, the all expense paid trip. <laughs> but that first night, I had a, I had a, I had a, my, my, uh, what is now my, uh, um, blah, uh, fucking uh, tradition in Vegas is to, you know, uh, make a night, draw a nice tub, and uh, <laughs> and, and yeah. drink in the tub. If, if you know anything about Curly, is fucking Curly just likes to sleep in hotel tubs. A good or tub tubs in general. A good one, tub. A good tub is the most back supportive. Like if it's got the ramp. And it's got enough room to fully lay out. A good tub is the best bed I've ever had. Okay, like it is so nice for the back, and you can chill. And especially if you if you actually got a good tub and a nice bathroom, you roll. You know, I I, I never take baths. Like that's a that's a strictly vacation kind of thing. And man, oh man, this thing was a whirlpool tub in the in the Bellagio, and it had a yeah, window jets. with view of all of the strip and the the fountains. And I sat in there like because we we came in. Even after having a full day of, you know, it was flying, and, or I did work and then flying and then got to there and we still gambled a bit and, and hung out and uh, then learned that we weren't going to do hotel cocktails ever and, <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, went and, and kind of uh, went to bed and I, and I was like, well, it's already three. I'm just going to sit in here and, uh, and, you know, sit on the internet and fucking play a little Hearthstone and, and uh, make a drink. So I had, I had my drink making station next to the Whirlpool tub with my viewpoint out the window. Like, I was having a good fucking time. And I, I can't express how much nice, how fun it was. But then you wake Flashing up. Flashing all of Vegas. Everyone in the Cosmo was like, hey, look at this guy. He's, uh... Yo. He's, he's shaking his junk. I have no shame. When, okay? Yeah, I'm a chubby dude. Uh, but uh, I'm on vacation. And uh, y'all seen it before. So if you don't want to look at my peep, or my beep, <laughs> Don't look at my window. Uh, I'm enjoying my view. Okay. Uh. Yeah, other things, uh, Mitsuo, uh took uh, us and Petey to an uh, off-strip Asian burger restaurant, which was really good. It had, like, so, so I had a bunch of big screen TVs, and, and, like, we got a katsu burger or, like, a pork burger or, yeah. like, you know, whatever with hoisin sauce, and it was really good. Uh, I think it was called Fugu Burger. You should check him out. Fugu Burger. It was a. It was like a fucking converted Taco Bell or whatever. Like it was a, a <laughs> tiny. Boy, that it was definitely a Taco Bell a, a former life. The more we do this too, this is the beauty of it. Like the more that we do this, the more we can find the stuff that Mitsula showed us. Right, like the the mm -hmm. tiny. But this is such an unassuming place. I would have never stopped there. I would have never been driving by and been like, there, there, everyone, let's go. Uh, but it was great, and we could watch Dragon Ball and and get a beer. And I had a, yeah, again League of Legends vods on the big screen. Yeah, they were playing Twitch, or they were playing you know YouTube, but whatever um, of Twitch. But it was a blast. Uh, 
and that was just the start. I mean, after that, we did. Uh, we moved over to the to the uh, to the to the Orleans, uh, which is went bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did picked what, up Kaz from the airport, and he was you know delighted. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had picked up Kaz and got the whole group at that point. Um, I, was a, I was in a good mood, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, <laughs> he he flew time. in that morning. We, we picked him up in the Kia Soul. Uh, in the Kia Soul. Well, the I, 2018 Kia Soul. I learned, Kia Soul. I learned halfway through this event that the majority of places don't care about open liquor uh, anywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. That was the great thing. right? So we had had this whole plan on like, all right, how are we going to hide the fact that we're just walking through the streets drinking lick? We'll, we'll keep these bottles. We'll keep these water bottles. Uh, I'm going to buy a monster can and just fill it with nothing but vodka. And like, we're just like, we're great. We're covered. And then at some point, Missoula's just like, oh, yeah, no, just walk around the street, drink whatever you want. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> y- you could hear the shattered glass in our minds go, oh, but well, because my, my we had all these plans. <laughs> like, meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm trying to like mix like half a can of Red Bull lime and a little bit of vodka. I'm trying to get into that little fucking mouthful. Yeah. We didn't bring funnels. I, uh, I, uh, you know, first night we get there and I'm like, cool. I'm gonna, I got a bunch of money to spend. It's Vegas. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do Vegas Vegas style. And I went to order a drink from the bar and they were like fourteen dollars for a shot. And I was like, cool. Never doing that again. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to go to the, oh, right. and then, where's uh, the closest liquor store. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go do that. A Walgreens. Great. And then I walked away. And, with then, two handles. and then Curly found Fat Tuesdays. Yeah. Well, so, so, I mean, the big, that was the big oh, original gosh. thing was like, how do we get liquor around everywhere? Um, I'm from San Diego. Uh, it's California. It's, uh, there are bars out here where if there are two bars in the establishment, you can't bring a drink from that side to that side of the fucking establishment because you got to buy a drink from that bar. And they only got this kind of drink. Like, it's some stupid-ass asinine rules uh, about drinking out in California. So I go out there, and I'm like, all right, I got the, I got, I got like a six-pack of Diet Coke Zero. I was like, I'm going to make a road soda for every day. And I started, like, rationing out my liquor in between all of them. And I was like, cool. I'll get and then, we, again, then we found the, the daiquiri place. And uh, really, I mean, I don't know how to express the fucking, you know, lifehack.com uh, or uh, Reddit fucking how to win uh, <laughs> article that needs to be written, but like the daiquiri place is the way to go. Um, they're all so, over. So if you go go through any part of Vegas, literally every resort has like a place where you can get slushies. It's like there's a bunch of alcoholic surfing machines, and you can get like a yard long for forty bucks. But they also have like little sippy cups of you know whatever drink that you want, and you you get the sippy cup and you refill it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then. You can also add shots at Sippy Cup for a buck. So here's where Curly comes in with his part <laughs> of the story. Well, yeah. So so some of those places, though, <laughs> most of those places will let you add a, a, the shot for $3. But the Fat Tuesday place is the chill place that is like, yo, refills 12 bucks, and every shot that you add to it is a buck. And uh, that's that's why we wanted to go to the Fat Tuesdays. And uh, so I, I, you know, I go up in there, and the daiquiri is about... 48 ounces or whatever. Preferably get the one with the sealed lid so you can use it later. And, um, whew. Have the daiquiris filled up, and then you just ask for five or six shots. Put it in there, and you're good to go. I mean, it's the cheapest liquor you can get on the, on the strip. And We also good. learned, though, we learned a very essential thing. When you do that, open it up, 
<laughs> and pull the little plastic containers of liquor yeah. out because the liquor will just freeze in the plastic <laughs> container and you'll just be drinking daiquiri all day and you're like meh fucking lit but i don't feel it and then you open it up and you're like oh wait all my liquor's still in here and then you'll well, fucking pull those things up and all the liquor will drop and then you're like oh oh no now i'm just drinking pure liquor so the, the main the yeah, main the main no. daiquiri has liquor in it it's like two ounces of fucking liquor it's two shots or whatever i think in the main daiquiri yeah. and it's frozen so like they don't want to just pour liquor on the top of it and then have it just be on the top and so what they do is they actually do like time release capsules where they make a little capsule that's like upright. They fill it's it. It's like a test tube. Yeah, it looks like a little test tube. And uh, and then they dump it. And then so it sits there and, and the frozen part like holds it like a like a straw that you got your thumb on. And so the liquor sits in there until eventually the daiquiri is 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 you've drank enough of it or it's it's heated up enough that they're supposed to dump out. But they typically don't. And so you're drinking it and you're like, wow, these two shots hit me hard. But then you get to the last bit, which is you know you're like you're looking at like a cup. And then all your shots either drop out at the same time, and all of a sudden you're drinking pure 151. And, uh, <laughs> like, they're like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, God. you immediately regret like, I went up to, I went up to the dude, and I, and, and I tried. So I, I didn't, again, I'm, I'm, a lot of me was feeling out what I could get away with with these guys because I didn't think yeah. they knew what they had going. And, uh, you know, so I, I go up to the guy and I'm like, um, <clears throat> I got I had I had I had four shots prior to the thing and I didn't want to I don't want to be like uh I immediately was like I don't want him to know that I just had four shots because he remembered me when we came back and it was only like an hour later. So I I went up to him and he's like, Oh hey you and I'm like shit the same guy, fuck, okay. Well and I still had all the crap in the bottom and I was like and I handed him the cup and I was like, Yeah, uh, and he's like, Do you want any extra shots with your thing? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get like five? Is that cool? And uh, he was like, "Oh, of course." Uh, and then he goes, and he he goes to look at it, and he he looks at it, and he's like, and he looks at me, and I'm like, "Oh shit, he's gonna call me out." Like, I I don't know if there's like a "you're too drunk to serve" like kind of thing. And uh, he looks at he looks at me, and he's like, oh. and I'm like, "Oh, just dump out whatever's in there. Don't even worry about it. Don't don't." I'm like hoping he doesn't count, you know? Like, but like, just don't just don't just dump it out. And he goes, "Man, I don't know. Like, it looks like." And I was like, I thought he's gonna catch me out, and he's like, "Looks like three of these are still full." You want me to add these to your five? And I was like, yeah, yeah, bro. And he's like, cool, no problem. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. I love Vegas. <laughs> this is the greatest thing in the world. Uh, that guy, I mean, uh, you know, I've been kicked out of places for like, you have you have to be drunk. I'm, I'm not. Uh, well, you don't seem like it, but you've imbibed all this alcohol. Like, you have to stop. I'm like, can I just please, please more? Um, but these guys know Fat Tuesday lives up to its name. It's a fantastic place. Uh, plus, again, on the other hand, uh, we had room liquor for the for the super poor people like me, uh, where you take the cup and you go back to the place and you go to the ice machine, you fill the fucking cup with ice, and then you got a roadie. And 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 some of the places do have signs that are like no outside liquor, blah blah blah. But really, and I know I guess this this isn't surprising to anyone who's ever gone to Vegas, but it was surprising to me. No one gives a shit. Just they don't care. <laughs> they don't care at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, we dragged that those liquor inside of the fucking uh we went we went to the venue the rick springfield thing there was people like you know no liquor inside there no outside liquor and then i was just like i'm gonna keep walking and they're like okay <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> like <laughs> we don't get paid enough um but yeah oh no, yeah, none, of, but yeah. none of those like you'd see the signs and a dude standing next to it and you're like bro is it and he's like yeah yeah come on come on come on 
<laughs> go in. Go in. Yeah. Are you going keep in? Moving. Go in. Like, oh shit! All right, all right. But so as some people have said, um, they they were like, some people have looked at, uh, or some people that have, have asked about Vegas have been like, so you tried a lot of food, and I'm like, yeah. If you're if you're a looker on my Instagram or my Facebook or my Twitter, uh, it may as well just look like I went to a fucking food eating. Uh, shenanigan thing. Because what, what did we do? We did uh, the tractor room, or what was it called? The hash house? We, we hash had a hash house at Go-Go, which, which is also a San Diego restaurant, but they had a bunch of places yeah. in Vegas. Uh, their big shtick is that like you'll have three times as much food as you can handle. And, you know, like, we're, we're growing young men, <laughs> and we, we, you know, tend to eat a little more than the average adult, but these were ginormous portions. Well, it was one of, okay, so I will say my food defeated me, but that was also because it was first day after I just got off the fucking plane and was traveling. I was just like, I, after the fact, like, I got a couple, like, I got, like, a meal in, and then I was like, I mean, yeah, all right. <laughs> like, this, I think I think this was just, like, your chicken and waffles from Hash yeah. House of Go-Go. And I, I there think... was a tree in there and a fucking <laughs> a sword <laughs> yes, that they said you could take with you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that was good. I was I remember looking at that, and then I think you packed all of it away because you didn't eat any of it. Uh... I no, fuck you, bro. <laughs> you you I, touched I ate, the well, eggs. I, I ate a you waffle. The waffle. <laughs> all right, yo, those eggs were fucked up though. Those those were some rubbery ass eggs. The waffle and eggs, chicken bro. were great. He upsold the eggs to the table, and then when he got to me, I knew I, I knew what I wanted, and PD had ordered the thing that I already wanted, and I was like, I just want that. And he was like, you, so you want what he's getting? And I was like, yeah, I want the chicken and waffles. He's like, do you want the eggs? And I was like, mm. eggs? Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, I just want chicken and waffles, bro. <laughs> like eggs sound great too. It's like, do you want any eggs? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, it's a buck fifty, but you won't regret it. I'm like, oh, oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> would you like some? Would you like some sausage gravy with that biscuit? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you sure. Gotta, it's like it's a buck fifty, but it's gravy. like having two entrees. I'm like, oh fuck. Our, uh, Excuse no, me. Wait, what did you it. say? Oh, you're already gone. Shit. <laughs> Those the Bellagio uh, uh, fountains there. There's our first yeah. night with the kids, uh, and so it, does, no. it turns out. Uh, that was the, yeah, that was walked, the through, walked through Caesars and they had a statue of the boobies. Um, and uh, there, there's, there's, made there's a my bathtub shot. Uh, <laughs> as me and enjoying my Bellagio fountain bathtub ride. Uh, can you not see the face of content? This is as happy as a man can get in life, right there. That's a fucking dream daddy. Dream daddy. I mean, really though, this um, this was my morning view though, as I was sitting in my bathtub as the sun came up out that window. Like, how could you fucking not enjoy the shit out of that, right? Good shit, dude. If I ever we also had uh, seafood part. from the Mexican restaurant, right? Oh, <sighs> did I get seafood there? No, I had, I had you, a shrimp cocktail. You had a shrimp had cocktail. A, I got cocktail oysters, which I I think I ended up regretting. Yeah, you didn't enjoy those <laughs> oysters. I thought. Um... No, they were they were okay. They weren't great. Like some people kind of season oysters a little, a very teeny teeny bit, or or wash them, and uh, like those ones were just kind of meh. Oh, they wash them. Uh, yeah, I don't think. 
Welcome to Vegas. Because that was the reason, like, there was a, there, so that place ended up being not what it was, like, they were, they were running their business under a different name for their credit card machine. Because there was the whole fucking, the weekend, I'm trying to figure out, like, fuck did I spend this money at fucking Surf and Sea Salad Salon fucking, what the fuck is this <laughs> Gems in the Sea bullshit? Like, because it wasn't called that. And I was like, where the fuck was this place? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Poyo Papa... Papalapadopolis or whatever. Like. Papalapas or whatever. Um, Papapoya But it was, their, their credit card company was under uh, Gems of the Sea LLC, which is someone on eBay's account that sells uh, fucking gemstones. Uh, pearls from the sea. <laughs> yeah. Like, like one of those fucking things at Disneyland where you like get a pearl and it's like $35. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Um, Goodness. But uh, yeah. so I don't think no, anyone, I, uh, no one took a picture oh, from that oh. place. We also uh, we also took Curly to his first like Korean restaurant. Yeah, that was great. That um, was really late to, night. To, uh, uh, fucking what beef short ribs or whatever that I had there. Short ribs of beef. Yeah, yeah he had Calvi for the first time. Um, um, beef short ribs. We do have we do have uh, uh, which was funny, photo. right? Because. Mm. There's a whole moment where we sat down and we're all looking at the menus and and Sunbun's like, oh yeah, I know what I want, and I'm like, oh I can't decide, and and like we're having this moment because I've had a lot of Korean food. Um, and Curly's like, man, all this shit looks like it's covered in sauce. I don't like sauce. I don't like <laughs> sauce. Oh, like... <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> I'm so I barely remember any of that night, by the way. Okay. Yeah, because you were knee deep in soju. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and we also introduced Curly Soju. Which was like, I don't know if I remember uh, the soju. We're like, yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get peach soju for the table because if you ever go out for Korean food, right, and you're gonna have meat, this is my recommendation to from me to you: have peach soju. Even if you already know what soju is and you're used to having, you know, plain fucking soju, have peach soju. If you're gonna have meat, it goes so well together. It is so good together. Um, Come with us next time, Schnern. Yeah, but the 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 best part of it was like, Curly had a couple sips of the soju and he's like, "Oh shit, what the fuck? Can they serve this? <laughs> can you can you just serve shit like this? Yeah, I need another oh. bottle." <laughs> like, it was like it was like a seventeen year old like clean shaven, well well like done Korean. Oh, he uh, was a child. He was freshman. someone's baby. Yeah, yeah. Kaz was flirting with this underage fucking kid. Um. He was not underage, dude. Stop. <laughs> You're gonna make it sound worse. Fresh out of middle school, oh, this motherfucker working hard for the family. He was of age, I was never on this podcast. Working hard for the family, trying to just make ends meet, and he's uh, getting hit on. Gentlemen, getting hit on by all the fucking Tom Dicks and Harrys that walk in the fucking store. Um, little fucking Boku, just trying to make the days end. <laughs> Oh, you can't say these things that you're saying. You can't say this uh, on the internet. But when it came down to it, yeah, no, Korea, I, I, what I do remember is that the Korean place was amazing. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Appies, uh, the appetizers, the, or whatever you want to call it for the Korean stuff. What, the, what they, we didn't even order food yet, and they just had fucking oh, yeah. whole whole <laughs> bunch of shit just to eat. And I was like, I'd have been okay with chips, yo, and you got you got fucking steaming meats and fucking dips and shit, and I'm like, I didn't order that, I didn't order any of this, but I'm gonna eat it. 
Uh, it was great. Yeah. It was absolutely delicious. Yeah, just Curly. like the little plates of like kimchi and banchan and like, oh. yeah, the little side dishes. Because Curly had that moment, had that very what I call white guy moment where he was just like, "We didn't, um, excuse me, we didn't order this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we didn't, we didn't want. No, you can take that back. We didn't order that." And we're just like, "No, no, 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 no." comes with the meal like well like meal. I, I know i know i didn't want to get fucking swindled i know places that come out and they're like oh you ate some of it i don't care if you ordered it you ate some of it you're paying for it and i'm like Fuck. yeah like i didn't know i didn't know what this was right. that, that was actually oh, a like, no. the car wash oh i have to pay for this yeah. oh no no i didn't ask for this there was uh no, there was uh that one place that we went to that was actually really nice and everything but like right at the beginning like Matsula, the guy came out and he was like oh would you, what would you guys like to drink and everyone's like water please and uh, the guy started to talk, and Mitsuo was like, "We'll take, we'll take the, the tap water." And I was like, "Whoa!" I, you know, I act like that. And the guy, and he was like, "Oh no, he'll try to fucking bring you Perrier and shit, like fucking, like he'll try to bring you that bottled fucking glistening shit." And he's like, "You don't want fucking fourteen dollar bottles of water for everybody at the table." And I was like, "Oh, okay, shit." Yeah, this was this was a steak place, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was Hash House. It wasn't Hash House. It was uh, it was the. Oh, it wasn't um, Hash House. It was the place I ordered this from because you guys all ordered the steaks. Um, and I ordered, uh, I ordered the, I actually got oh, what you had, is I had, a, I had the oysters, uh, and that so was the motherfucking meal. This was off strip, it was like a really, you know, kind of dark place, what are they herbs, called? And herbs, and herbs, herbs and rye, herbs and rye, yeah. herbs and rye, yeah, and, and uh, they had half price steaks and well drinks during happy hour, and Mizzou was kind enough for us to go there and take us, and... Yeah, I had yeah, a lot of those uh, drinks. Water. Fucking they there's tap water, there's uh like Fiji, there's sparkling, there's like French sparkling, like Middle Eastern sparkling. And it's <laughs> always it's kinda crazy. This is making really me fucking hungry as shit though. I, I remember I ate all the mussels and then I just fucking sat there and dipped that bread in the fucking juice the rest of the night. <laughs> That's was, what you're supposed to do. Oh god, it was so good. I was on a seafood kick the whole fucking weekend. Um, yeah, we wanted crawfish and we never fucking got crawfish. Dude. I don't know. The shrimp threw me off. I remember the shrimp not making me happy at the, <laughs> uh, at the dumpling place or whatever. I, don't, I mean, I never, I never had, I never had full leg shrimpy shrimps, full facial <laughs> shrimpy shrimps. Uh, oh yeah, we we had dim sum like Friday morning or Saturday morning because you know, whatever. which was also another great like <laughs> curly experience. <laughs> Because we had like really authentic, you know, Chinese fucking like Chinatown dim sum. Yeah. So, you know, they wheel the carts around. They yell at you and you yell at them. And at some point you get food. Right. Mm. So like Curly's just like Mm, it was 9 a.m. Where's the menu? So Uh. we like me and Tunbun hand Curly the menu. But me and Tunbun are on the lookout. We're like. What's that thing? What's that thing? Sometimes like, you want that thing? I'm like, I don't know about that thing. Ask her to come over here, though. And she, he's like, come here, come here, come here. No, 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 I don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. No, I don't want that shit. All right, not that shit. I want that shit over there, though. <laughs> it's like it's like the negotiation table at the UN, right? Uh, you're, you're trying yeah. to broker a deal to, to ensure the peace of all mankind. But all that's going on, and I'm just like, I would like one glass of water. <laughs> If there was any, I mean, that man, that man has water and I know it came from somewhere. Can I get, can I, can I get half of his water? I will give him a dollar. I the will, lady's like, would you like some shumai or hargao? And then Curly's like, I would like one glass of water, please. <laughs> she kept going by at different moments. She had left the whole area, the staging area of our table with one cart, which someone gladly took 10 things off of. 
and then she'd leave, and, and I'm like, okay, the water, right? And she'd, she'd get out of the area, disappear behind a partition, and then two minutes later come back with a new cart and no waters. And I'm like, where are you? God damn it. I just want the water. And I know that's the shtick. I know that's the shtick, but like, oh, I was like, I, need, I can't even, I'm, I'm not even running. I'm not even on right now. I need, I need water. And I'll be, I'll turn it on. Okay. Like, please. Fucking Curly would not touch his shrimp dumplings <laughs> until there was some sort of ice cold fluid in his I body. did not, I had not made a fucking, I had not made a commitment to even eat at this restaurant yet until I was having that water. I was like, I will gladly leave unless I get a glass of water. Please. Then we can start talking about if we're going to eat here. You didn't even invite me in. It was damn good, and we we took some leftovers, right? We took some leftovers from that restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we, we had at the very end, we kind of we kind of went in for some salt and pepper shrimp, but then we didn't really eat the salt and pepper shrimp. But we were like, "Yo, salt and pepper shrimp for later." Yeah, never. Yeah, we, no, we, we, never we took came. some stuff. We <laughs> took some stuff and we put it into the car, and then we were like, "Hey, you know what? Let's let's hit up the strip. You know, we're at the Whirlings, but we'll hit up the strip. We'll park at the MGM where I have free parking, and we'll we'll just walk around for a bit." And so we did. Um, except I was driving, and I realized that you know, since I had free parking, we'd just keep the car there. Um, unfortunately, right. so spoiler point, alert: we never. Like, Yo, I want to drink a little bit. Like, yeah, I want to park. We, fi- we figured so. we'd end up we'd end up hitting up Mitsula later at the night, and we don't get dinner with Mitsula. And then we'd get back to the hotel with Mitsula, so we would just leave the car at MGM and get it tomorrow. We'd just get a ride out to the to the strip, and it wouldn't be a problem because someone has the fucking cards for every place and gets free parking wherever he can go. Um, so <laughs> that's no big deal, except we left the shrimp in the car. Um, we we did leave the leftovers in the car, as well as, like, Mitsula's cigar case. Um, and, you know, you know, rewind to, like, 30 minutes ago, uh, it got as low as 85 in Vegas, and the daytime temps were like 116. And I had shrimp in the back of the Kia Soul at the in MGM the enclosed MGM parking structure. It turned into a like, little smoker. They were still cooking. Yeah, they got a couple rounds of cooking. Uh, there was <laughs> there was a slow cooker uh, in the car. The Kia Soul slow cooker uh, was pretty good. Oh yeah, if you if you Rians love it. If you buy fresh meat, you could leave it in your Kia Soul, and it will be cooked for you by the time you come back. One of the features of the 2018 Kia Soul. Roll those windows <laughs> up. Yeah, it was but good. yeah, we, we didn't go get it until the morning after we went to the steak place, and then I think we... Where do we go after the steak place? I think we got, kind of just fucked around at the Orleans for a little Did bit. We, uh, was that the night that uh, Mitchell left? Yeah, Mitchell left because we went back to the hotel, and then we kind of all passed out for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, Mitsuo oh, got yeah. pissed and left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I was like, I wanted to eat that my was, fucking good. That was my travel day, so we got yeah. back to the hotel room at the Bellagio. Kaz hadn't even gotten night. to his hotel yet. Yeah. And it was still and had his had bags. been out like at that point all day. And I was like, man, if we sit in this room for more than taking a nap, I yeah. put it out there. I uh, we I poured were in my, there for I, more than twenty minutes. I poured myself a drink, <laughs> I sat in my bathtub and uh and then next thing I knew, I was out for a while. <laughs> Me and Curly passed the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. fucking, fucking and there were a couple were moments where, like, in the bed. I, I, I didn't even know that happened. Because I, I laid on your bed for a minute because we were all talking about, like, oh, what can we do now? Mm. Um, and Curly was like, I'm going to make a drink. And then we'll figure that. You guys figure that out. Just let me know. You know Curly where to find the me. Fuck out. Right. Well, so that's Which the thing. Is, let me know. <laughs> I've expressed this before. 
I will get my naps in when I get my naps in. So it may look like I'm dead asleep, but if you're like, now it's time to go, I'm like, okay, I've been ready this whole time. I'm not going to throw away the opportunity of sleeping for an extra 10 minutes. Uh, so I'm going to pop in and out of existence, but you just tell me to go and we're good to go. <clears throat> But then yeah. Kaz fell asleep, Petey fell asleep um, after I had left to get uh, plastic silverware at the Bellagio, <laughs> which is another story in and of itself because I was like, okay, uh, you know, they'll be happy to bring me some silverware. Uh, so I called room service and they were like, uh, hi, um, I'm in room such and such. Uh, could you bring over some silverware? Uh, just some silverware. It's fine. I don't, I don't want any entrees. I just want some silverware. Um, no, uh, Sunbun, you can't actually do that. Uh, well, well, we can, but it'll cost you like 20 bucks. I'm like, okay, uh, I, I, that's fine. Um, where can I get some free silverware? Plastic is fine. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm not, I'm not, Yo, I and I love so this fancy. conversation because I only got the Sunbun side of it, which was, uh-huh. I'm, I'm sorry, huh? I'm sorry, what? Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. You keep that. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. But where could I get free silverware? <laughs> like, where, where can I get some some forks and spoons that won't cost me money? <laughs> that is so okay, weird. Okay, yeah, we'll try that. Thank you. Out of all the out of all the things that they could would do for you, like you'd think like a spork wouldn't be that big of an issue. <laughs> I would just, you know, like how KFC gives you like the whole like the package with the the salt and pepper and the little like folded napkin yes. and like the spork. I just wanted one of those. I somebody could have walked over to the strip KFC and got me one of those, and I would have tipped them like a dollar or something. You know, it, <laughs> absolutely, would have been great. But but instead, I was like, okay, I'll just you know, I'll I'll go downstairs and I'll go find some silverware so I can eat my hash house leftovers. And that's when Kaz and Petey started cuddling. And then I got sidetracked and went to the slots again. <laughs> it's in your blood. <laughs> because I was like, well, fuck, if everyone else is asleep, I, you know, I'm going to you know, get my groove on. But Zulu comes down and he's like, yeah, everyone fell asleep. Yeah, what did you? Okay, yeah. Uh, I would have been ready to go at any point. <laughs> Yeah, Same. well, Same. Hi hindsight. Yeah. But Matilda's but like, hey, I'll, I'll see you later tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll see you later. And, and that was it. And then I think I went back to the room and fell asleep too or something where like that. Where did you get... Oh, no. Yeah. Where did you get the actual uh, you, 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 you fucking things from? I, I did actually... Okay, so I did get silverware. They, um, they, I went to the hotel gift shop at the Bellagio, and I was like... Hey, uh, sorry to bother you. Would you guys happen to have like a fork or plastic silverware <laughs> or something like that? They're like, yeah, no. How many do you need? I'm like, just two, two of each, please. They're like, okay, cool. By the way, um, did you know that your hotel staff was going to charge me a service fee for uh, silverware <laughs> that could be brought straight up? Straight up, told on them. <laughs> and then, and then the cashier was like, oh, I didn't know that. That that really sucks. I, I don't know why they would do that. I'm like, yeah, I, I know it kind of sucks, which is why I'm here. Um, you know, thanks for your hospitality. I'm gonna grab some dice as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's lovely. Uh, weird. Out of all the things that they wouldn't do for you, uh, I love it. I would have been like, oh, uh, oh, the silverware's twenty. Okay, um, I'd like to cancel the rest of my stay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry, what? I'm a player yeah, member. Well, we already have your. 
What's your they, name? At that point, they What's already your have your yeah. money, though. And tell me, just tell like, me your, oh, your, okay. I'm going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, we can solve that room by tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'll play that. I'll play the cat and mouse game. We'll see how it works. <laughs> yeah, cancel everything from the days in. No, no, you <laughs> oh, can't pull out the days in because they they don't they don't care if anyone's in those rooms. <laughs> it <doesn't operate> anything. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you want what? Money you want silverware? You better go to the Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> better bring your ass over here to the Denny's. I think they but take the, the reviews. Uh, we had steak and then we we fucked around a little bit. We went back to the car eventually. We took the shuttle back to the link, which is where the hash house was. Oh, uh, yeah. And then we like kind of. We slinked our way down the strip through the fucking Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville Casino, which yeah, is yeah. really like a surreal experience because they had fucking Betty White slots. Betty White slots. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's where that's where it really it really hit hard because it was one of those moments where, you know, like we've been using the whole Golden Girls fucking theme here for a while, and I was like, if there's ever gonna be some kind of cosmic fucking connection, it's gonna be the Betty White machine on the DKG Vegas, uh, you know thing and i'm like all right let's go 100 bucks you and me betty white she took all my money and more that bitch was mean mean <laughs> and uh and i was like that's what i was done i was like i'm done done didn't stop me that's where i was like i'm done that's where i knew it was over when betty white fucking snookered me uh <laughs> um, betty gave me 20 bucks so so it's okay. <laughs> yeah well you yeah, did yeah you went to the right home. machine you went you went to the lady that was I, winning I think- I, I think at some point, though, we all kind of came away with our favorite machines, right? Because, like, Sunbun found all the Frogger machines, which he, he... Any Frogger machine he found, he set the high score on, which is fun. <laughs> like, um, yeah, the, I found the Frogger out machines, that Peggle machines. Oh. Peggle machines, bro. But, yeah, the Frogger machines aren't really slot machines. They're kind of like... They... The state of Nevada legalized skill-based gambling, which is like, it's not slot machines, but it's like you literally, the how well you do on this machine determines how much you get back from the machine. So I was playing, um, it, it's like piano keys at the Dave & Buster's, but there's five keys, and you're trying to get Frogger, you know, to not hit the, the crockhead and not fall into the water and to not get hit by the cars. And so they had two of them at the MGM and like three of them at, you know, downtown, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And uh, it's it's an addiction, and it's bad, and it kind of... Well, you also didn't win anything from those, right? Like, or, or was that... There was the ones that did not, give you? Not the MGM, but I got, like, a small jackpot, at the Fremont Street one, which was... I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. It's worth it now. All, all of this is paid off. I wish I would have played the fucking Pac-Man at the, at the place that paid out, because I, I rocked that Pac-Man machine. Uh, even with the the altered speeds and altered stats, but uh, it was a machine that was like, "Thanks for playing. You had a good time, right?" And yeah. I was like, "Wow, you're just in demo mode, aren't you? <laughs> you, little, you little shit!" Like, lied Fucking to me. Giant Pac-Man machine. Yeah, yeah. A, there, there's a um, I guess to kind of preface it, there's this kind of video game uh, themed bar at Las the Vegas Grand. Strip's first video game bar. Um. I think Brian Ibbett talked about it on TMS, but like it's it had the Frogger, it had like uh, a bunch of uh, like pong pong tables, beer pong, and a bunch of like roulette video roulette things, and they had the, they had games where you could you know it's a table and then there was you know you fight each other in the in the thing and you know it's all it's right. all just for fun it was more for fun stuff than it was for winning wins 
and whatnot. Um, they had like a gi- the giant Jenga blocks and whatnot that you can rent out and and play with. And some NES classic yeah. that I never got to touch. God damn it! Ugh, I just had to drink there, yeah. unfortunately, which is not worth it for me. I could have bought NES classic with the cost of a drink. Uh, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um, they did have a DDR machine. Unfortunately, we didn't get to play it because by the time every time we got to the DDR machine, we had already walked 13 miles. And uh, my legs, my legs were not having that at that point. It was in the sun. Yeah, you really had to get new shoes. <laughs> first day, first day. Yeah, we went. We found a fucking Roth and curly bought shoes. Oh, I would see it, in my Snapchat. For stories, me, it was a it, Snapchat stories. It was. It started off as a half joke until I really realized it. I and I and I told the story to everyone that was there, but I had. Uh, I wear I wear these giant clunky tennis shoes uh, that are not attractive at all f- everywhere. Uh, I used to wear primarily uh, just every time I'd go and get new shoes, I'd or you know I'd get some kind of uh, Chuck Taylors or, or or fucking Converse knockoffs or whatever, uh, whatever Vans has or whatever it was at the Ross that was looked like the shoe that I usually wear, and it's, I never thought about it. Um, but then one day a couple years ago, my boss was like, "Yo, your feet gotta hurt in those. Like you stand because I stand on my feet all day at work, and uh, he's like, your feet gotta hurt in those like." Don't you? And I'm like, I don't know. I never really wore anything else. And so I went and got a pair of shitty ass tennis shoes from a Ross and they had giant fucking boosty ass, uh, you know, cushion and padding and everything. But they just look like shit. I and I got those. and I was like, oh, my God, I'm like walking on a cloud. Life is amazing. I never want to I never want to not wear these. So I wear those every day at work. And I never really realized how much I got used to them until I tried them one day uh, when we were going to go out to a club or we were going out to a show or something i was like i don't want to wear these shoes there like i'll wear my 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 uh my converse and i put them on my feet and immediately before i even stepped on the ground my feet hurt i was like i was like why why is there no padding in these shoes and uh and i and i knew that that was gonna be a problem but i said to myself i don't really want to go to vegas like what if what if we go to some place and they're not gonna let us in because the shoes are shooting you know i don't know i'll just wear the chucks so I, i i wore them to work and was like all right well i got through this work day and my feet don't hurt this wasn't bad. Maybe, you know, I'm just not as clumpy as I used to be or something. And so I was like, cool. I went to the airport, flew in the airport and came to Vegas. And then we walked 13 miles. And I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty confident my feet are bleeding and my heels bleeding and the side of my foot is bleeding. And I was like, all right. Uh, then the next morning we woke up and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe after I took that bath, uh, you know, all, all night long soaking in, my, in, the, in the water, like my feet are going to feel much better. I put my shoes on and we went to that meal at fucking uh, uh, Pescadillo, Buca de Beppo, whatever the fucking uh, seize the seize the the seize the gems or whatever fucking restaurant was. Um, and uh, I went, we went there, and I'm like, I can't do another day. I can't go back and walk another day in these fucking shoes. And across the little strip that we were in was a fucking Ross. And I looked at everyone, and I was like, Yo, let's go to Ross. And I was, I said it kind of just like I wasn't gonna force everyone to go to a fucking Ross in Vegas, but everyone else was like, "Yeah, let's go to a Ross. Let's check it out." And I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Thank God. Yeah, we were up for anything at that point, dude. We were just like, "Yo, fucking, I, w- I wonder." We 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 did the full tourist thing. Like, I wonder if the Ross here is different than the Ross near me. Do, is there does their Ross do the same thing my Ross does? Like, I don't know why. We just we were in full tourist mode at that point. We checked I, out the strip Marshalls and the strip CVS and the strip Walgreens, and I don't know what I expected. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same exact thing. Uh, I did. I, I picked the first pair of clunky ass fucking tennis shoes I could see that were in my size. Got the wides. I put them on my fucking uh, feet, 
and I threw my other shoes as far as I could away from my body, uh, which just ended up being under the key of soul. And, uh, <laughs> and that was, uh, that was the end of it for me. Speaking of the key of soul. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, so we walked back um, to the car the next day. I think this was like Friday at this point. We were walking back to the, to the parking structure. And we got our refills or whatever. And we walk up to the, you know, the white Kia Soul that had their blinkers on. So on the well, floor well, here's that what happened. We parked, right? Yeah. There's a confluence of we, issues we that came here. To the floor that we parked on. We didn't exactly know where it a was. Day. Right. So we're standing in this parking lot and we're like. Because we got to where we thought it was and we kind of we have a little bit of a panic moment. We're like, damn, was it up one or down one? Because it's all diagonal and you're like, was it up that side but down this side? And then so, but sometimes like, the beeper. Like when every every time we parked, we were like, okay, make a note. We are on three F, three like the number three F like the letter F. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why it didn't work. <laughs> but well, so, we got so, the some, three F, boops. Right? And, and there's two rows of cars. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, so 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 we're far we're far we're we're looking around for it and someone boops and God 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 thankfully the fucking we hear it you know, boop, 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 from a far off thing we're like cool at least we're on we're on the right area we're in the right track so he boops again and, and we know it's it's this lane and we're like cool because we remember where the lane was we know it's down there uh, we're just gonna keep walking until we get the key of soul. So Sunbun's booped it enough times at this point that we already know where it is. We've co-located, and we just, all of us start walking. We walk up, and we're like, cool, Kia Soul. And we look at the front of it. It's got no license plate, just like the Kia Soul that we rented. And we go to get in it, and the door's open, and we all get in We put our shit into it. And then... Yeah, we all... And then... (laughs) (laughs) And then Cass froze. Oh, shit. And then we... we Oh, fuck. No, we we open the we pop the well, truck. We remember. Like, okay, we remember. We remember. It's filled with shrimp. The shrimp cooking for a there. night and a half. Yeah, we remember there was shrimp in there. So we, I, you know, went in and took a giant whiff. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, for, right. for being in there 24 hours and didn't smell door. like it. We open all the yeah, doors, the back, the top. <laughs> We're expecting to air out this Kia yeah. Soul. So we open the back, the front, the top, the bottom. I throw yeah. my shit in the back like I own the damn place. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want this. I don't want this bag. I don't want this camcorder. I throw it in the back. I go and I get in the seat and I sit down. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sitting down. Been a long time since you yeah. sat down. I'm drinking and my I, drink. I, I get ready to go in the driver's seat. And I open the door. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and I'm I in the car two, by now. two Starbucks coffee cups in the cup holder. They're like, that's, I don't remember us getting coffee, but I'm just going to roll with it because, you know, maybe I'm a little tired. And then I've been drinking the then whole day. Then look at the driver's. Yeah, you've been drinking all day. And then I've been kind of, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the car sitting drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I'm looking at the driver's seat. And I'm like, Hey, I don't remember us going to Michael Kors. What? <laughs> Cause there was a Michael Kors bag on the driver's seat. And that's when I realized, Oh fuck. Um, I think we did it bad. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we looked at the truck and we shut the trunk door and there was an Arizona license plate. Now, Kaz, re- you know, Kaz does a backup and realizes a license plate on the car, which there wasn't on the car we rented. Yeah, because it was a brand new Nevada <laughs> car and they don't have license plates yet. You just need like a sticker on the window. So media were like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> I take the longest to realize it because I'm happy sitting and I'm just like, did did your key open this door? Did, 
did you? Right. We, just, we had that moment where we're like, <laughs> is there a feature in the Kia Soul where you can open every Kia Soul? Yeah. Because <laughs> the confluence of connections is the booping. In my opinion, I didn't know what button you were pressing to make the car boop, but I'm assuming you were pressing the unlock key, which is what I do on my car, and it makes the car yeah. go boop, boop. And so I, oh, that's why we went to the car and the door opened, and I was like, okay, cool, this is the car. Like, all the things connected in your head to make you be like, it was right here. It was where the sound was coming from. It's in the exact trajectory of where our car was, except our car was like four cars down from where we were yeah. in. And we were in someone else's vehicle. You know uh, that one Doctor Who episode that's like, turn left and turn right, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we turned right, and we went to that Kia Soul. It would have been a totally different weekend. But then we caught ourselves, and then we went back the other way, and then we were like, oh, there's another Kia Soul. It doesn't have any license plates. That's uh, cool. We put everything back where we could. Close the doors nicely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was the it was just like the greatest out. moment, right? Because like we all kind of go in, and then we're like, yeah, oh shit, oh shit, and then we all kind of get out, and we stood there for a second, like, uh, what do we do? Like, so we there, there's the some, there's some weird fear <laughs> of mine of touching someone else's car that I felt really dirty. Like I felt really dirty being in someone else's car that I didn't like have permission to be. Like I felt like I violated someone's like personal space. I felt really gross for a moment there. Um it was a little terrifying. Wait, we should have left a note yeah, or no, something. No, no, it would have no. been great. I don't know. Fuck no, no notes. <laughs> no, 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 notes. no paper trail. Don't um, incriminate they, yourself. They came back to their car perfectly fine. Didn't even know a fucking thing had happened, dude. All right. They were just like, oh, yeah, Sally, get in the car. All right. Mm, smells like dude in here. That's fine. <laughs> Let's go. Smells like a drunk <laughs> Californian in here. Is that daiquiri? Yeah. Did you have some daiquiri? <laughs> Did you have coconut daiquiri? Oh, I well, want some coconut. Smells daiquiri. like margaritas. Huh? Um, so I have a video. Yeah, but then we went back to the, the real car and it smelled like shrimp and we had to air it out. Yeah, that one actually still smelled like shrimp. That was a good thing. We're like, cool, that's the, that's the smell that we wanted. That's the right car. Um, but yeah, uh, then we had we had food at, um, what was it, Fat Choice? And that was a, like oh, a yeah, weird, shitty like 80s, 80s or early 90s casino off strip that had like really sketchy security guard who really liked the wings at a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. So this this place has a guy sitting out front whose job it is to make sure that people are old enough to get into this place. Right. That's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. We walk up and he's like, hey. And we're like, oh, shit. You know, and everybody starts reaching for their shit. Like, no, 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 it's, it's cool, dude. But he's like, you going to Fat Choice? And we're like, yeah. He's like, you got to eat them wings. So we're <laughs> like, all right, cool. And Curly didn't hear the first interaction. So Curly already sees us. And he's like, oh, shit, let me get my ID out. And he's trying to show it to the dude. And the dude's like, you better eat them motherfucking wings. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that what your job is? It's to sit here and tell us to he, eat wings. He was selling wings, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was pushing the wings. And then he was mad when we came out and we were like, oh, we didn't we didn't have the wings. <laughs> but we did have um like uh little sandwiches, little little Asian sandwiches, which is nice. Yeah, they were good. They were so fucking good, dude. So fucking good. Like, it was it was great. Like it was it was it ended up being a really fun trip. Like um, there wasn't too much crazy shit other than that. Uh, also, when we so when we went to Secret Pizza, that was the thing where Curly got mad at, at these. These so it there was, was a like line two a.m. at night. 
Right. And I was just uh, tired. Yeah. So there's a line for the secret pizza place. I, I'm tired, curly side, we're all tired. But Sunbun wanted pizza. So we're like, yeah, let's go get let's go get pizza. So we're waiting in line and then we finally kind of break this corner. And I see and we see stools. So I'm like, fuck yeah, this is where I'm waiting from now on. And like, because they're gonna get pizza and then we're gonna head out. So I'm sitting there, and there happens to be these two lovely young ladies behind us uh, who are having kind of the most uninteresting... 2 a.m. is when the clubs let out, right? And yeah. it's the Cosmo, yeah. so it's all just like, you know, rich sorority 20-somethings or whatever, yeah. right? So My favorite. Most <laughs> kind of uh, fucked up, like, kind of just vapid conversation about can I believe Shit it? Did you believe life? what Mark did? Did you believe what Mark even right. said? Like, Mark, God, he's just the cutest, though, but he just said the worst thing ever to me. And it's like, I'm going to not listen to you anymore. <laughs> so Curly wanted to make me the buffer, which I was. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm the buffer. You you stay on that side. I'll be on this side in between them. And I'm just kind of listening to their conversation like, mm-hmm, mm, Mark, that motherfucker, that mother. Mm, <laughs> ooh, I swear to Mark, I swear to God, bro, I'll fucking, I'll, don't talk to Jessica like that, man. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, they're having this conversation at some point. You know, the line has to break, and I'm like, no, I'm not in line. You know, go ahead. And then Curly comes back like, what the fuck happened? They're behind me. <laughs> like, they're still yeah, yeah so like, Kaz is sitting down, and then Curly just kind of, like, looks at me. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't say this anymore. I, I'm going to say I don't want pizza. I don't care how good it is. I don't care. It's fine. You know, but you and PB have fun. I'll, I'll be over here with Kaz. Yeah. Oh, it's a little bit of Frogger or Miss Pac-Man or whatever, and then you know the rest of us get pizza. It was really good pizza, but <laughs> it wasn't worth was it. It, it wasn't worth it. No, I, saw, <laughs> I, I, I. That was probably the worst I got in regards to anything. Like. I don't know. I just I don't know why that's the thing. Oh, that you also me. Did, you also did tell the the obnoxious girl coming down the hallway that no one's in her way. What? <laughs> oh, so bitch. there's a girl <laughs> coming down the hallway with a pizza box, right? You know, because that line is in the hallway or whatever, and she's just it's like, "Excuse hallway. me, excuse me, excuse me," and you're like, "No one's in your way." <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. It, she, everyone in the line just burst out into tears. Uh, <laughs> so good. She was trying to preemptively be helpful in that she couldn't see past her giant pizza boxes. But she was like, "Yeah, everyone, get out! I'm get, please get out of the way! I'm I'm coming through! I'm coming through!" And it's like you're fine. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> Just keep going. We'll move for you. Nobody's in your way. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, that's the weird thing is like I'm usually I'm usually fine with people watching for everything, but the drunker I get, the more impatient I get with drunken people. I'm like I don't know if it's like a you're you're giving us a bad name or <laughs> I get frustrated with other people that are like like we're not all like this person, please. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know what it is. No, it's just it's it's one of those things. It's just. The the confluence of just being that ridiculous because you're you're like you said you're trying to be helpful but your helpful is not helpful like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't help anyone it just you're you're just annoying. I'm gonna I have the video oh. of uh 
this. I just got to somehow capture it. Give me a moment. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, oh, oh, oh. So, so, so. I, I think a thing that will be kind Just of a landmark of, of DKG Vegas is uh, the Pinball Arcade, the Pinball Hall of Fame, uh, which was really, really fun. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a pretty famous place that I know from other uh, dirty nerds that go to Vegas. Uh, off the Strip uh, Hall of Fame pinball place. They have some hardcore dedicated people in uh, keeping up uh, an actual uh, certified museum of pinball machines. So people uh, loan them or... Just like a museum, they actually they own these these expensive pinball machines, but they allow the place to keep them there so that people can uh, use them and and get to see them and, and play with them and stuff. And uh, but you know they don't have to sell them to anywhere. It's really cool. Yeah, it, it's super fun. Uh, they do all their repairs in house. Uh, there is this. It, it's kind of like a strip mall full of other nerd related stuff. Um, across from it was a strip club uh, called Nerdgasms. So it's we're sure that's what you a strip club. <laughs> Did we ever figure out if that's actually a strip club? I mean, club, you though? kept telling me, but I don't I think, think it's, it's an actual strip, strip club. We should have gone in. Yeah, well, I don't we'll, think they were we'll, open. Sh- we'll check it out. Like, well, people were going in and out. Oh, for, oh, I didn't see it. Uh, but yeah, there was a there was a strip club, and then next to it was like a like your your uh, your garden variety retro <laughs> gaming store. Oh which god, which is fine. We'll, I was like, we'll oh, wait for that. Right. So, so there was this, right. this cool place that was a, a a retro gaming store. It had like all these old consoles and games and like all this stuff like that, and it was really cool. But it was manned by the person that you would think it would be manned by. Like no. <laughs> the yeah. guy running the store is exactly what you think in your head for that kind of store, and uh, it was just oh, it was the guy. It was okay. I, I'm gonna. I, I know. I don't know the guy's name. Uh, he okay. Who's seen the Princess Bride? You guys have all seen the Princess Bride. You know the the guy that's running the fucking torture machine, like the pale guy. That's yeah. the uh, like. <laughs> I don't know his name. I, I know kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, it was, it was this guy, and you you know we were all we were all kind of like. We were all teased for being like really smart or whatever in, in school, and it's like imagine if he ran a video game store and he had all of this knowledge about video games and he had nowhere to kind of. This guy you know, is the guy running channel it. that. Uh, the, the 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 video game store. Uh, uh, that was him. <laughs> yeah, it's not 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 a uh, not this guy. Uh, this gentleman uh, was running the video game store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was really knowledgeable of video games and everything, and it was really cool. But it was just like uh, you're, you're, you're trying. It's to like nobody him. gave him the chance to to ha- listen to him, and so like when anyone comes in, he would kind of just spew. So yeah. uh, do you know this right. thing? Uh, yeah, I kind of know. Well, okay. So what you probably don't know is, <laughs> well, so yeah, like so I asked him about an emulator for. An emulator cartridge, an SD card cartridge that runs on the 64. Because um, I was contemplating buying one, but I didn't know exactly how well its performance was. Uh, emulating the Nintendo 64 in the Windows machine is particularly hard because in those days, a lot of the stuff that made the game run was actually in the game cartridge, not the hardware. They actually added chips to the, to the, to the games to make certain games run because the hardware wasn't capable of doing it. 
Super Nintendo had the same issue, but a lot of people that's easier to emulate because it's lower end stuff. But so that's why we have a Nintendo 64 here for DKG stuff is because I literally can't emulate a lot of the games. Uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day is one of them for specific reasons. It doesn't work uh, as a stream thing. Beetle Adventure Racing just crashes all the time and the graphics don't work correctly. So you need the cartridge and the real hardware. But if you have the real hardware, there is this, this SD card that will run the cartridge uh, and you put the games in the cart in the thing and it runs into a menu and you can load the games and they run on hardware. And I was wondering, like, if I'm going to burn 80 bucks in this thing, like, I wanted to make sure it can actually run and not be silly. And the guy had one there. And I was like, sweet. Like, how's that work, dude? And he goes, oh, I got it on a display model over here. You want to check it out? And I was like, absolutely. That's really cool. So he goes and hooks it up and he's like, yeah, so you see, guys, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, so, like, you know, like, th- everything runs one to one like it normally does. And I'm like, sweet, exactly what I wanted to hear. And he's like, give me a hard game. Give me a hard game that's hard to emulate. And I was like, well, Conquers is the one I always go to because that one I've tried a million times and I've some- it's- sometimes they work and then they get to a certain part and they crash. And he's like, oh, <laughs> Conquers is like the easiest one ever. Let me turn it on for you. And he turns it on and I'm like, you little fucking son of a bitch like gonna be like this like you're gonna come at me like that like (laughs) all right sorry i didn't know the fucking super trivia of the fucking you know emulator scene man like i i I was impressed and then and that's when i was like i was already scoffing a bit i'm like all right how much is this thing here and i had just looked it up on ebay to make sure it was the same one that i was looking at which which was 60 bucks on ebay and he's like we charge 200 for it and i'm like all right (laughs) i'll see you later (laughs) <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No. Just uh, he was just that kind of guy. That just kind of guy that's like I know more about this than everyone. And it's like, well, then fucking okay, good. I expect you to. I'm gonna be like a little douche about it. Canoe. Jesus. Um, I'm being told. Uh, fact is now confirming that uh, it is not actually a strip club. It is a comic book store. We could have gone to the comic book store. You're too afraid to see boobies. Why, it looked like a strip club because of the name and because of where we were. In the uh, Google Street View photo, the building was available at the time. <laughs> Nobody was using Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> you guys are all trying to look it up. Uh, sweet. Uh, this is... Uh, Oh, look at that. They uh, they invited Stan Lee to their ribbon cutting. That's cool. This is... Uh... Trying to resize everything here. Burm, burm, burm. This yeah. is... so, so Curly shot a bunch of video on his camcorder. Yeah, I'm going to put them all up on YouTube, but just for, just for the sake of it, this is uh, us right after the Kia Soul incident. So, uh... We Hi, almost Curly? just committed a crime. <laughs> I don't know if we can call it accident um, driving off with someone else's Kia Soul. Yeah. So, uh, Sunbun rented a, a Kia Soul for the weekend. <laughs> Somewhere up there, <laughs> there's a Kia Soul with the doors unlocked. <laughs> and we were just like, it's a Kia Soul, let's hop in. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely not the right one. Nope. Arizona license plates, no license plate. Michael Kors bag. <laughs> So, so if you can see in that, you'll have to watch the video version. How we have all the doors open, we did that to the other car. So we literally opened every door. I just but the thought of if someone walked up and then we were just these guys in their car, like, (laughs) yeah, what's up? Is your car? 
Like, honey, did you put the Michael Kors bag over here? No. The fuck? I don't remember putting it over here. I mean, I guess that's where it was. (laughs) We didn't go to Starbucks? Oh. Oh, shit. Dude. That shit was funny. Um, so, like, yeah, that's pretty... The only other... So, we went to Fremont Street. That was probably one of the, one of the last things we did. We went and checked out Fremont Street, uh, which is kind of the, the, the touriest of touriest places. Um, and it's probably something I could probably not ever do again. Because, uh, like, goddamn, that place was full with fucking people. <laughs> well, so, we, uh, we, we knew that we wanted to go... What's usually called going downtown, the old Las Vegas, the Fremont Street... Um, uh, area which has become like it's it's like it's like a it's the gift shop of uh of vegas like it's like if you want it if you want like like ugh, it's so it's so the tourist if you room. want if you wanted the like boiled down concentrated syrup version of las vegas yeah you should go to downtown like fremont street if you've ever looked at an old fuck. lady's shirt that had vegas stuff on it and you thought that looked really cool i want to go to there uh, that's where she got it, and that's where it'll be. <laughs> it's like, uh, but they've done some cool stuff with it. They've they've got the overhead because it's got a cover uh, over the street, and then they do the zip line now that I that wasn't there last time I went. Um, I'm they, doing that next time. They you can zip line across the whole thing. I don't know how much it costs or whatever, but it's there. Um, and you zip line all the way across the strip, which it looks pretty fun. I, I don't know if they do my weight class. Um, I might bring the whole scaffolding down. Uh, <laughs> a bit of a drag on the line. Uh, I have uh, I have waking uh, nightmares of that scene in The Simpsons where Simpson clogs the uh, the water slide. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, terrifying. Uh, so, but yeah, that, but it was cool. We went on Saturday night. We went on Saturday night. And what's um, weird is just we kind of check it out, right? We all knew this, right? Like we had looked at this as a thing on the itineraries that we. I mean, I didn't know when we went there, but I should have known because I read about it. Like, there was a free night in Fremont fucking Rick Springfield show, like, no cost, oh, oh on God. the strip, free Rick so, Springfield show. Like, like, so we get here with the mindset that Fremont Street is going to be packed with people. We have that understanding. We yep. get there, we walk up, and we're like, man, there's a lot of fucking people here. And then we start trying to make our way, like, through... So, like, we kind of circumvent and go through one of the casinos, which what I realized later is there's a whole security check that we circumvented. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, I went I went through the security, but it was for me, it was like I couldn't see more than three people ahead of me. And so I got really yeah. good at going through crowds during Vegas. And I'm like, yep, sorry, fat man coming through. It's your fault if you get touched. My bad, my bad, my bad. Belly, belly bump, belly bump, belly bump. And I get, and all of a sudden I'm like, yo, you patting me down? And they're like, yeah, it's a security checkpoint. And I was like, whoa. And I had liquor in my hand and because I had my eyes on the prize, which was the slush machines. Like I needed a drink. Yeah. And there was some slush machines over that way and over these heads. That's all I'm looking at. And then, so I went through the, the, the security checkpoint and then I'm like, why am I at a security checkpoint? I don't care. Liquor's that way. And I go and get it. And then I turn around and we all discuss stuff and it's like, oh, there's a show or something. Okay. <laughs> like. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go around. So, so, this is what we saw by the time we work our well. By the time we work our way halfway through the crowd, which is a girl dancing on a stage and then running over to a laptop, putting on DJ headphones, and then. <laughs> Next track, play. 
and then she takes the headphones off, and doing like runs back pump. to the front front of the stage, and fucking uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh fucking shrieking my titties and shit. Oh fuck yeah, bro. Are you guys excited and then, uh, for Rick Springfield? Right, and then you're like, excuse me, are you the opening act for Rick Springfield? <laughs> are you Rick Springfield's granddaughter? <laughs> Because uh, I'm pretty confident she might as well have been. Uh, yeah. But yeah, everything you just described, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't care to shame on anyone's stylings of, of of music. The girl could rock it, but her taste in music was the same shit that you. It, it was it was house music. It was the shit that you put on in the speakers over the monitors when you're everyone's shuffling for their seat at a real show. And but she was trying to act like she was DJing it. And I was like, no, your 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 1999 Napster playlist isn't going to cut it here. You, you're not going to play DJ Cool through its entirety, and 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 expect me to fucking be like, yeah, I love your mixing skills. Like, it's already a mixed track. Like, it's not. It's you know, you're not mixing it with anything. Okay. And then she's just like, uh, I kept thinking she was like getting. She's like the hype man, but she's like, at the end of it, again, I gave her all the credit in the world until the end of it when she was like. All right, that's my set. I hope you guys enjoy yourselves. <laughs> like, motherfucker, motherfucking goddamn it! Uh, and then <clears throat> I don't know the treasure trove that is Rick Springfield here. Uh, I don't know how to explain Yo, Rick Springfield to everyone. So we were in the um, the Fremont Casino and like we were hanging out and like we we kind of like lost each other for a second, and then oh, there was just this there was this gaggle of old ladies that were sitting there and then over that thing ladies and gentlemen coming to the stage rick springfield and they were like sally it's it's rick let's and they were like get what girls rick springfield is out here let's go and then like they fucking stampeded out fucking threw elbows at people to get to the fucking front they were like, yo it was it was so crazy. i would i want to say i didn't know the biography of rick springfield I knew, and I think most most of you are probably in the same boat. I know Jesse's girl. <laughs> I know that song because it plays on every pop fucking rock station. How, how could I find a woman like that? Yeah, so ev- everyone knows that song, and that's yeah. pretty much it for most people. Maybe you googled yeah. a couple songs, whatever. I didn't know the biography of him at all. Um, I didn't know his long-winded stint in uh, Hollywood. And his long-winded stint on uh, daytime television uh, drama shows. Uh, you know why I know all this? Because the opening to his show is his biography. <laughs> Up on the monitors is a long-winded description of all the things and reasons why you should love Rick Springfield. And it was 70s hot star from General Hospital and Days of Our Lives. Rick Springfield, and then there's a long 10-minute montage of all his best scenes where hot, uh, glowing, hair-flowing women are, we just want to hang out with Rick Springfield. Yeah, and then he'd kick a door down and shoot someone or whatever, and it was just this long acting reel before any of his actual music. And then he, like, he, he hyped himself up to the point where this old man walks on stage and is like, you guys all wet yet? Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, Rick, please, please, 
uh, it was pretty interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, but he you know, did a really good rendition of uh, what was that? Katy Perry's Perry. Roar. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in the middle of his fucking set, you know, because he wanted to get with the, the the young generation. So yeah, he does a Katy Perry cover, and then insults women, and then, like, I don't, so he's like, he starts it off where he and this is just, he just played a song of his from his new hot album, which everyone loves when old uh, washed out stars do uh, stuff from their new album, uh, and he goes, "All right, I got to trade out my real guitar for this chick guitar now." So I can play this chick song. Alright, we're gonna cover this Katy Perry's fucking ugh fucking women shit. Uh let's go. And then fucking start singing it. And you're like, what is he doing? Who are you trying to win over? Like in this point. Dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, alright, we're done. And he throws the guitar away. He's like, we're done with that chick shit. Alright, next thing. And I'm like, all the while, by the way, all the while. I Curly had somehow was able to find me. And we were somehow able to go to the Fremont Casino. But then Kaz and Petey were kind of running around like headless chickens because they ran out of juice on their phone. The only way that yeah. they ever got back to us was they, like, found a Walgreens and found a battery. And at the end of the set, they were able to come back to us. <laughs> well, so I mean, we could hear it. We could hear it the whole time. I just didn't give a fuck. Like, well, so we, uh, like, we, we, we walked up and down Fremont Street is what me and PD did. We checked out a bunch of shit, and then we were like, all right, let's fucking go back to the Walgreens and get a battery. And then we went back to the, the casino. Well, because we had never discussed, yeah. and, and I brought this up to, to Sunbun after the fact of it being useful, but we never discussed emergency protocols. Uh, <laughs> usually what I'm good at in regards to, like, trips and stuff. Which is why I tell you we we did make some mistakes, but we're better for next year's DKG Vegas uh, because we'll we'll have contingency plans. If your cell phone dies, meet back to this point or do this or get a fucking battery. Goddamn it! Um, if you have no more money or someone kidnaps you and it's da- a day later, meet back here at this point. You know, because I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna get a battery or not. If they don't, I mean. If you don't, you get a cab and you, you yeah. go back to the room. And well, we'll, we'll I would I would I would say the, the most I would do is I would say I, I if I was lost and I didn't have the ability to buy a battery, I would go back to the car and wait for the car. Uh, and then if I got there well, yeah. and the car the, was the gone, the Walgreens was next to where we parked. Yeah, so that's why we were like, if anything, we'll just wait by the Walgreens when when shit starts to die down. Yeah, but then we were like, fuck it, let's just walk around and look at shit. And then we're, yeah, I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go back to the Walgreens. And Petey was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a battery. Because um, I remember I remember Petey's phone was dead way early. And then later in the evening, you were like, yo, you got that battery pack? And I was like, yep, here you go. And you're like, and a cable? And I was like, nope. <laughs> 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 For my phone, but <laughs> not yours. Uh, right. But I was like, oh, that makes me Kaz's battery dying too. But uh, regardless, we had fun. I wandered to try to find liquor. No, we had fun, yeah. Um, yeah fun. The, the fucking Fremont Casino didn't. Uh, they they sold uh, daiquiris, but they didn't, they wouldn't put it in my cup, uh, and they wanted to charge thirty dollars for the fucking daiquiri. So I was like, oh, I'll just go find a machine, which was a mile away. Um, but I got to see a, a metal band cover, uh, a cover metal band. They just did an array of hair metal band stuff, uh, which was enjoyable. Yeah, was and then I got to see uh, uh, a, a Devo cover band, which was a blast. Yeah, we saw that. That was yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, but but. <laughs> Before we get away, the best part of that Rick Springfield thing was, like you said, at the end, like, because we're, we're kind of talking as it was happening, um, was you were like, did you just, 
you see what the fuck happened? And I was like, no, I wasn't really paying attention. You were like, this motherfucker walks off stage and they start playing Jesse's girl as his fucking like out music. No, and everybody's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I had left the Rick Springfield area and I didn't know. I mean, I assumed that they were going to play Jesse's girl. I was making the joke. I'm that asshole. That's like the free bird play asshole guy. Or like, mm-hmm. I, you know, he starts to come on stage and I'm like, Yo, play that song we all know you're gonna play. Yo, play Jesse's girl. I don't, I don't want. What's it? Is this Jesse's girl? No, this ain't Jesse's girl. I only know one song. Play that one song. And uh, and P- and, I, and I thought I was the asshole for it, but then I got into the Fremont Casino and people were saying it too. Like, is he gonna play Jesse's girl? Is he gonna play it? Is he gonna play it? When is he gonna play it? And apparently, as far as I understand, he didn't play it. He went through the whole set, and I mean, maybe he got the balls to do that because it's a free show. <laughs> so fuck him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't play it. He even went off stage. Ended his show, came back on an encore, and didn't play Jesse's Girl. And I was like, wow. And so I came back and I heard the encore, and he's playing some shit from whatever album. And then uh, he kicks on the stage. He's like, yo, God bless. We're done here. And so when is anyone else that knows like sound engineering for buildings and whatever, at that point, lights come on and you hit the house music. And the house music is usually in a, in a, a very safe, you know, baseline alternative rock fucking collection easy listening uh music unfortunately and i don't know if this is an accident but that collection almost always includes a copy of rick springfield's jesse's girl (laughs) and so if it was just a confluence of 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 issues as soon as he's like god bless guitar down roadies come up start packing up shit lights come on the security guards start waving people out house music comes on and it's like don't you wish that you had Jesse's girl? Da, 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 da. And everyone's like, yo, he's playing it. And everyone looks at the stage. And I'm in the casino. And everyone's like, where is he? What? Oh, yeah, the show ended. What the fuck? And everyone's <laughs> like, so much so that about 20, or not 20 minutes, like, like two minutes into Jesse's girl, Rick runs out on stage, grabs a guitar, and starts playing the song by himself and singing it. And I'm like, this is a travesty. This someone, <laughs> someone is getting cut for what's happening right now. And he like, he, Surreal. he at that point plays it worse than the recording of it. And then, you know, kicks off and leaves. And it's like, wow, that just happened. Like they didn't lower the lights again. They didn't do it. <laughs> like, it's just, uh, Oh, I feel really bad. So yeah, Vegas, um, Vegas was let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> So wow. we're gonna we're gonna figure out dates. Uh, they might be the same dates. They might be different. Um, but we'll we'll have no information say, way more in advance. I say we 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 wait a third of the year, um, just to just to get away from it, and then we'll kick out plans and say just like we did before, kind of, but with more umph and more uh, insistence that there's an end date to where we actually have to set, and uh, we can discuss yeah. dates at that point. We'll set it up just like anyone else that sets it up. And we'll we'll give a chance for everyone to kind of have their say in regards to what's works best, and then we'll select them, and then you have to figure out on your own how to get your days off or whatever. Um, but I strongly suggest you should go next time, if if not only because I hope we made a good uh, effort of uh, making it sound like fun from here, as well as all the pictures that you guys saw. And, uh, it was I hope a, it was a good ass time. It will be it will be a blast. We we'll I mean, yell at more white girls. Be prepared to uh, to have. Uh, uh, your own kind of fun as well as uh, a lot. I mean, 
other conventions, you get a lot of mingling with DKG. You get a lot of mingling with me and whatever, and we do stuff. But uh, this is a, like a, just a lot more mingling with me. And also, you're in fucking Vegas, and it's a blast. And uh, and I can direct you to where you can save money, or I can direct you to where you cannot save money, <laughs> or you can go play with Sunbun at the Pi Gao Poker and uh, Baccarat tables. Hell, what the fuck is Pi Gao? <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing. One more thing. I don't think we ever figured out how to play Baccarat. We did. It's, <laughs> it's basically war. God damn. What's, what's, Yo, these two motherfuckers you bet, and Baccarat. You bet, you bet on the bank or you bet on the player. Usually you bet on the player. That's it. I had to hear this the whole time. Or or the bank. So so basically in the last 10 years or so, Vegas has become this kind of destination for all the Chinese people to go when they're not in China to, to waste all their... Spend mm-hmm. all their money. Uh, so literally every sign in Vegas was first in English and then in Chinese and then in every other language. <laughs> yeah. So that's one. Two, literally every casino had all the Asian games because, again, Asian, you know, signification. So next to the roulette is like a billion Baccarat tables and then like a couple of Pai Gao and a couple of War or whatever. And so, you know, the, the three or four or five of us just kind of you know, walk the floor and we look at the Baccarat table and every Baccarat table is, you know, really similar. They have a bunch of uh, notepads and a bunch of pencils and then like a LCD screen with stats and mm-hmm. something about a monkey and the sloth. And, yep. and like there's there's like making sure that you, you bet on the house or you bet on the player. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got it's it. supposed to be like the, <laughs> the next step up from slots in well, terms so- of like chance basically the idea of it is that from what i when i understand is that um mostly in in uh, obviously everything in a casino is going to be house favored the house is favored for everything um and those those how much it's favored is how much the real people play those games uh you're going to usually lose money on slots despite someone's uh record uh you're usually going to lose uh at roulette uh and a higher thing people flock to blackjack because blackjack has a great greater odds for the player versus the house it's still in the house's mm-hmm. favor but it's less now there are tons of games that have this and this is what i understand there are tons of games that have better odds towards the player um than other games not not obviously over the house but than other games but usually the skill to get to that point is the, the part that that, that 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 is the barrier to entry so to play the blackjack in a way that you're actually going to get those good odds you have to know how to play blackjack, and you have to know how to play it well, and you have to know how to read cards enough to not get caught, and blah, blah, blah. Like, you have to actually have the skill for it. Baccarat is literally the lowest... There's no entry in regards to skill, and it has the best odds you can get up to the point of, like, blackjack. Or so much so that... Because when you bet on the, the hand for the, 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 the banker, or the bet on the hand for the player, uh, the, the, the banker has a tendency to win more than the player. Um, so you basically can go with either of those, but you want to bet mostly on the banker. If you, when, whenever you bet on the banker, your winnings uh, are so close to even with the house that you actually pay a 5% commission on those winnings back to the house when you bet on the banker. And that's the only way for them to even out. So It's so close to even that, there were, according to the Wikipedia that I read, there was one casino that was in Vegas a couple years ago that was trying to... Um, set itself aside from the other casinos and it and it had its banker payout or banker commission at four percent instead of five and it went out of business <laughs> <laughs> like 
So, like, they're so tight in regards to the odds that they have to do that. And it's literally just, it's just, do I double my money or not? Do I double my money or not? Do I double my money or not? Over and over again. And, and yeah, you, you, so so basically, uh, if you're going to go on the trip next year, uh, brush up on your Asian games. <laughs> brush you know, up with your with your baka. Right? I do, I do, I do have the dream. Casino and fucking bet hands, bro. I want to. I mean, I know we didn't do it this last time, and it was mainly because I lost money before everyone else did. But like, I want to set aside a fund that I'm like, I'm gonna use this only for this. I want to sit at a table with just the D. I want to have the whole table DKG kits, and I want to sit there with cigars, and I want to just fucking gamble for a while. I don't even care if I win. I just want to sit there and play cards, real human table DKG kits. That's all I want. Like. I'm fine with the with losing money or whatever, but I just at that at the point where we were actually going to do that, like I was like, "Yo, I can't lose another twenty bucks." Oh yeah, no, we were sad. <laughs> we were like, yeah, man, I, just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Brush up on your peggle as well. Your peggle skills need to come into play. Oh my god, dude, I'm not. No, we can't talk about the peggle machine. We can't talk about the peggle machine. <laughs> there's, there's peggle. There's acid pandas. There's a fucking Britney Spears slot machine. Yeah. That's like. What the fuck is I'm playing the Britney slot machine next time too. Like, <laughs> that one the, paid the off. Peggles, the Peggle machine sucked me in because it got me, dude. Right, the first time I sat down and it, it was like Peggle, bro, and I was like, oh shit, and I, I fucking hit all the little bonuses and shit, no, and then fuck. I was like, all right, maybe a reroll, and it was like, you're never getting the Peggle ever again, no, my fuck, dude. So, so <laughs> for me, I, I looked at the Peggle machine and I said, no, I'm not gonna fall for this. I'm never gonna get the feature. I'm never gonna play it. And then we sat there and we looked at Peggle for a while because it was entertaining. And that girl was there and she got like three features in a row. And she's like, I'm playing Peggle all day. I'll let my husband roll a Peggle. I'll do a Peggle as well. And she's winning it and left and right and she's knocking fucking balls. And then Kaz is like, I, I, I'm in. It, I, I bit. Kaz rolls a couple bucks in it. He's playing the Peggle feature. And I'm like, okay, this game lets you play Peggle. I go sit down and put 20 bucks into it. 20 bucks again. No feature, no nothing. 40 bucks gone. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right. Like fucking done. Goodbye. Yeah. 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 That's Vegas. And then we watched like the that. old lady next to us hit like eight minor jackpots in a row and then just fucking Yo, she buffaloed like no buffalo had ever buffaloed before. It's oh my god. And she just but never yeah. walked away, dude. She's still there to this day. <laughs> to this day. She's still at that machine. She had put like fifty dollars in. I want that jackpot. Fifty dollars <laughs> in her machine. Slots. Ching ching. Feature, feature, mini win, mini major win, mini win. She's like, I want the fucking higher win. I don't want the fuck, no fucking keep rolling. I want the higher win. And she's up like 300, 400 bucks. And Sunbun sits down and plays a little bit, loses, wins a little bit. We move around for a little bit. We come back, play a little bit. And she's still like floating. And I come over and look at her a little bit later and she's like 20 bucks left. Yeah, we like, come back. And we, we, we do the like, we do the like, we're looking at a different machine, but then we look over at her and we're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> She's in too deep, dude. Like, God damn, man. You gotta know when to walk Those away. Those are the moments that I lived for, though. Those. So, so yeah, gambling's bad. If I get too drunk, I'm gonna run over to people and just be like, cash out! And just go, like, tap it and run. <laughs> <laughs> get out! <laughs> run, bitch, you stupid. You stupid. Stop being stupid. <laughs> Uh, I saved your How life. How much you up? Cash out. I saved Cash your life. Out. I saved no, your life. Stop. Cash stop. Out. Stop over your head. <laughs> Go eat dinner. Try something. But yeah. Um, your phrase of endless apps. It's going to be great. You'll you'll love the wings. One of the things I should I should iterate though is that um, I mean, 
Yeah, we we did a bit of everything, right? So so uh, some of the things might not be your style, either drinking or gambling or whatever. But we we really spent a lot of time eating food and walking the strip. And and honestly, we actually, if we had more time or had um, better time management, we would have seen a show or money. I guess we would have seen a yeah. couple shows. Um, <laughs> like so so I, I strongly suggest like if it may not seem like it's your full thing, rethink because uh, DKG Vegas is going to be a blast next year in in. And I know a lot of people that felt like they were sad that they missed out this year. And don't be the guy that's sad because you missed out next year. Um, so think about it uh, and uh, come. It'll be a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. still be here. I have no intents of uh, make individualized badges for everyone. Aw, that'd be adorable. No. <laughs> little, little, Do we uh, want to be that Brazilian tour group that has the flag <laughs> and walks around the strip and does make it easier thing. to find each other? Yeah. Like R- Ronaldo? 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 No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, oh, so also Delta kicked me off their flight and I got four hundred bucks. <laughs> so like <laughs> I mean, I don't know where the racism might come into play or the stereotyping or whatever, but you little fucking <laughs> This sun bun oh, is a piece of shit. But, yeah. Our 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 leave day, which was Sunday, right? We like full on was like Sunday. We just chill. We just fucking chill. Everybody, people are either leaving or leaving in the morning, right? Um, sun bun was like, all right, takes us to the days in. I'm sun out. bun's been up the majority of the time, but he's he's lost a little bit and given back some the last couple days. You you never leave with as much as you can as you've won. You always have to give a little bit back. Sure. Well, Sunbun's feeling bad that he was up a whole bunch and then, you know, had given a bunch back. Um, But that being said, he had the fucking crazy, he had the most gambling out of all of us and had the experiences of being up three or four hundred bucks in the first couple nights. (laughs) And I was like, I was jealous. I was chasing that dragon for me, like, the whole time. And then, like, he kind of normalized and came back down to earth with losing it. And I was like, that sucks. But, you know, that's that's what they say about Vegas. And then Uh, Sunbun, Sunbun leaves for his flight. Takes a fucking Uber to the goddamn, or no, he takes his car to the thing, uh, to the airport. Me and Kaz just napped the fuck out and, uh, you know, come like, I want to say, what, 30 minutes, an hour later, just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I return my car. I, I leave for the flight, drop you guys off. This is on Sunday. I leave for the flight, drop the car off, go to the the gate. I was at the gate. They were like, uh, we were overbooked by one person. Um, if you come here, uh, we'll put you on the next available flight and we'll give you 400 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and the next available flight was still on the same day. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'll just get home a little bit later. So not someone knocks. So I door. raised my hand and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I take it, I leave the airport and take an Uber back. And I'm like, okay, so this is their room. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm like, hey, he put a message in the Discord, and I didn't really like read through it because, like I said, me, me and Curly were like just playing Hearthstone and laying in beds, and it's just like something. I was like, what the? Fuck? I don't know what Sunbun's talking about, and you're like, what is he talking about? I'm like, I don't know what he's fucking talking about. But then, yeah, like 30 minutes later, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And we're like, oh, it's Sunbun. Sunbun's back. He's like, yeah, they gave me four hundred dollars and kicked me off the plane. <laughs> we're like. What? <laughs> so now you're up 400 bucks. 
just at that point. <laughs> done and done. Vegas Strip done. Yeah, it's the the pinnacle of gambling. Like it's it's great. <laughs> a little low. I, I never get anything whatsoever uh, from any airline. Then again, I need to, I need to read your rules and fucking regulations of your rights as a passenger or something because uh, you know. I've well, been... here here's the greatest part, and you know I I think we're dragging a little bit long, but here's the greatest part. They give me the first sheet, and it's like, okay, here's your four hundred bucks. Just use this to cash in, and then like stapled behind that sheet is like thirteen pages of cardstock with all of the rules and regulations and my rights as a passenger. Which I'm going to use from now on against other airlines and be like, because I've I've had like okay, a, I've I'm going like to send you a copy of this. I've had like, like a seven hour good. a seven hour layover and I'm like I think I'm do some kind of recompense, like <laughs> please, uh, at that point. So whatever we yeah. learned. Anyway, uh, long story anyway. short, we had a blast. We learned a whole bunch of stuff. Vegas was a, a blast. Uh, I will put out um, a video of all of our videos and uh, I don't know a, mon- a montage. Of photos, maybe I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll put it up. It'll be something simple, um, just so you can have it. If you if you wanted to see the rest of it, it's all on the Instagram and the stuff. But yeah, we had a blast. DKG fucking Vegas uh, year zero year one. I'm gonna call it zero year zero year one. Mm-hmm. It's an year alpha. Zero. Yeah, it's an alpha. We did a pre. We next did, year we is did beta. Alpha. Yeah, next year's beta. <laughs> um, beta. And then it's in beta forever. <laughs> test test Vegas uh, twelve. Uh, it'll be great. Um, but yeah, so we'll end this here. Uh, this was again a weird episode, but uh, uh, just wanted to do a big recap of everything that we uh, we experienced. So you guys, I told you guys we'd share it somehow. We tried to do this from the st- the the whole point is we tried to do this from the hotel, but the one hotel in the time period that we had slotted for it, uh, literally no internet. I mean, just you might as well have negative internet uh, at that point. <laughs> so uh, we just we just sidestepped that and was like, never mind. That was the greatest thing. I came back and Curly's just like. This place has worse internet than you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, satellite Damn. uplink, right? Yeah, I love being back in 2003. It's, it's... cool. You know my struggle. All right, but uh, that's it for that. Thank you for listening to our bullshit story. Um, I know some of you are probably like, fuck off with your stories. But, you know, hey, sometimes story time is the best time. Listen to the podcast, follow the podcast, follow the channel. Drunk Kids Gaming. YouTube.com slash Trunk Kids Gaming, where you can see all these videos if you care. Uh, other than that, <laughs> we'll be back next week with uh, more podcast stuff. Guest stories, games, shenanigans, shenanigans, food, whatever. Otherwise, you'll see me throughout the week. Video gaming. I mean, we have a lot coming out this week. I mean, it's not pretty. I mean, it's going to be fucking crazy, but uh, Tuesday is Uncharted Lost Legacy. It's that's going to take over, but I've also still got the Dauntless Alpha, and then next week is Destiny 2's PC Beta. Sonic Mania is coming out. I love you all. Goodbye. <laughs>